Hello and welcome to the 79th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. Are you persevering? Persevering? Repeat, please. Are you persevering? Do you know that verb to persevere? To persevere is to continue through something that's difficult. If you have this continued effort to do something despite difficulties, you are persevering. And the reason I'm talking about perseverance is because of the situation with COVID-19. It seems like we are persevering under these difficult circumstances. So the verb is to persevere. The noun is perseverance and the adjective is perseverant. Okay, so please incorporate that word, those words, the verb, the noun, and the adjective into your English. So perseverance today seems to be the name of the game, the name of the game. Are you familiar with that expression, the name of the game? We use this expression to say that, hey, that's the way things are. It's the name of the game. Nowadays, with COVID-19, perseverance is the name of the game. So you can start using that expression as well. It's the name of the game. It's the way things are. It's the way things are expected to be. It's the heart of the matter. Perseverance is the name of the game. And a lot of this is because of the uptick that we've had. I don't know if where you live, you have experienced an uptick. By the way, what's an uptick? An uptick is an increase. An uptick is a small increase, usually small or an upward trend, it's called an uptick. And of course, you can imagine that the opposite term is downtick. But if you experience an uptick, or if there has been an uptick in something like the stock market, or in this case, more cases of COVID-19, there has been an uptick, it means that there has been an increase. And so there has been an uptick here where I live in this area. And so we are taking more measures again, and we are persevering because of this uptick, tick, 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 tick. I like that word tick. A couple things come to mind, a couple words and expressions come to mind with the word tick. I was thinking of that horrible tick bite. Has anyone ever received a a tick bite? You know that little bug, this insect, that creature that can bite you and start sucking your blood? Yeah, a tick is this creature, this little bug, that lives on the bodies of other animals, and they use blood as food. Repeat, please. They use blood as food. They use blood as food. How do you spell blood? B-L-O-O-D. How do you spell food? F-O-O-D. Blood as food. That's what ticks do. And uh, yeah, they live on people's bodies, animals' bodies, and they use blood as food. And there's a terrible disease related to ticks, which is called Lyme disease. Lyme disease. How do you spell Lyme in this case? No, it's not L-I-M-E. It's L-Y-M-E. This is the name of the disease that you get if you get bitten by a tick. It's an infectious disease spread by ticks. It's called Lyme disease. Well, that's what a clock does or a watch. A watch ticks. Can you repeat, please? A watch ticks. Repeat, please. Does a watch tick? (laughs) Of course a watch ticks. A clock ticks. So yeah, it's also a verb. To tick is the action. Well, it's when a clock makes this noise. It's a regular series of short noises. Tick, 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 tick. That's what a watch does or a clock. 
So it's a verb as well. Of course, it's also another verb. We'll use it when we are going to indicate something with a check mark. I think of when you buy a car and you tick the box or you put a check mark in the box that you want with the options. Let's see, do I want that special suspension? Well, I guess I should tick the box. Let's see, do I want that premium audio system? Well, I guess I have to tick the box. So that's another use of the word tick. And what about a person or a situation that threatens to have disastrous consequences? That person or that situation is known as a ticking time bomb. Ticking time bomb. Yeah, I don't know when the bomb is going to go off, but it's going to happen soon. I'm afraid he is a ticking time bomb because that bomb may go off. Can you repeat, please? He is a ticking time bomb, and I don't know when the bomb is going to go off. Okay, a couple things here. A ticking time bomb, as I mentioned, this expression, it refers to a situation that threatens to have disastrous consequences. It's like a, a time bomb that ticks, and you don't know when the time bomb is going to go off. And that's the other verb that I wanted to teach you. You probably already know it, but this is what happens when a bomb explodes. It goes off. So it's just a synonym of to explode, really. I hope the bomb doesn't go off. He's a ticking time bomb. He's going to explode at any moment. Tick, 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 tick. So anyway, but talking about that terrible disease, that Lyme disease, I was thinking about the difference between Lyme, which is spelled L-Y-M-E, which is the disease, and the other one, the other spelling, which is L-I-M-E, which refers to the fruit. Question, what color is a Lyme? <laughs> yeah, what color is a Lyme? Well, this is crazy because when I was working in Latin America, in Spanish, they used the word lime to refer to what was yellow. And I'm thinking, wait a second. No, limes are green. So it's kind of strange that at least in Spanish, it's completely the opposite depending on where you live. If you live in Spain, a lime, of course, is green. <laughs> right? The word that people in Spain use for that green citrus fruit is lime, L-I-M-E. And of course, the yellow fruit, the yellow citrus fruit is a lemon and it's yellow. But it's completely the opposite in Latin America. Crazy. That could lead to some confusion if you are using those items in a recipe or something. But whatever. Question, what do you do to a watch so that it continues to tick? Well, it depends on the type of watch you have. Many watches have batteries, and so they are automatic. Or you have the automatic watch, which is wound by movement. Wind and wound. Do you know the difference? Okay, let's look at the verb to wind. W-I-N-D, wind. To wind is the action of making your watch continue to tick. You have to turn the dial on your watch. You have to wind your watch so that it continues to tick. Now, the past tense of wind is wound, and the participle is wound, and that is spelled W-O-U-N-D. Is your watch wound? Yes, my watch is wound. Well, good, then your watch will continue to tick. What about the verb to wound? Yeah, yeah, it's spelled the same way as the past and the participle of the verb to wind, W-O-U-N-D, but now it's pronounced wound, to wound. And that, of course, is to injure somebody, to create some type of laceration, 
right? And of course, the noun is a wound. A wound is that laceration that you receive from an accident or from surgery. It's like having a cut. It's a wound. And of course, the verb is to wound. So check those words out too and try to use those. Anyway, I could go on and on and on, but my message to you listeners is to keep your chin up. Keep your chin up. Do you know that expression? Yeah, to keep your chin, that chin is that part right below my lower lip on my face. We all have chins. To keep your chin up means to continue to be happy, continue to be brave, even though we are experiencing a difficult situation. We need to persevere and keep our chins up. That's all for the 79th episode of Crosby's Nine. Please go back and listen to this and put into practice what you're learning. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.